What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Ask LLC Podcast. I'm Harrison, Worship Arts Director here at Lake Forest Church, Huntersville. I'm Mike, Lead Pastor of Lake Forest Church, Huntersville. Good to be with you all today. I uh, just this past week had four or five people on Sunday morning, Harrison, uh, mention the podcast. We appreciate you listening and nice. hope it serves you well. Today, we are just uh, going to talk about why... We have what our staff call Payday Sunday, or maybe that's just me, <laughs> which is ministry partners joining the church and baptisms on the same Sunday. We do it two or three times a year, uh, and a couple of God stories of people joining. So we're going <coughs> to briefly address why we do what we do on that day, and and why is membership in a church important? Is that like a dead tradition we're just following or <laughs> not? Uh, but first... Everybody's fired up. Thanksgiving's next week. Yes. I'm so pumped. I'm going to be do Me Thanksgiving too. in Brooklyn with my children. That's so cool. All of them. They live in the Northeast. I'm just so pumped about that. Uh, and But that leads us to what everybody's more pumped for, which is the Christmas season. Yep. And Harrison, what, what are, just real quick, what are the big picture um, Christmas season, Advent season events for Lake Forest Huntersville that are good yeah, to get in yeah. our consciousness and invite friends to. Sure. First of all, and this is the big one uh, to invite. This is this would be a great thing to invite uh, a neighbor or you know some families from your kids' sports team you gotten to hang out with all fall or something. It's a really just low pressure very fun event on december 1st is our christmas tree lighting it's we, very chill it's just fun it's not a big deal uh i'm not writing a sermon for that yeah it's chill um it's just warm hot chocolate bunch of people out on the lawn watch the the charlie brown christmas special still astounds me in in the way it preaches the gospel perpetually uh through the christmas story um yeah our kids will worship dance Christmassy wise I'm looking for, I don't know what that's going to be like I'm looking forward to we it We just know there's a mountain of them which is so cool and such an awesome sign of what's happening in our children's ministry but there there's like more than double the amount of kids who wanted to be part of this than ever before they've yeah, been practicing the last couple Sunday mornings they pull that group oh, over in they? the box and they're oh, they're okay. they're getting ready okay. it's gonna be a party so that's that's just that's like a, a fun let's be Christians who are anticipating the birth of Christ and be joyful together and just build connections mm-hmm. as a community the following Sunday then those same children's worship dancers will be in our worship service uh, that's gonna be pretty special yeah and th- and then we'll 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 um, Content-wise, really change the page, uh, um, cleanse the palate, if you mm-hmm. will. And on December 7th, a Wednesday, we'll have our blue Christmas service. And you all have heard us what that's about. It's just a way to, to bring your blues to the Lord and lament and gentle prayer uh, at Christmas. I look forward to that. Yeah, actually, in really exciting news, I have not even told you yet, Mike, uh, but I got a, a text yesterday, and we'll see how it all unfolds, but it looks like... Uh, our Lake Forest U City Church are highly interested Ooh. in partnering with us for Blue Christmas and bringing some of their folks. They, I think, they've identified that there are some uh, some some U City folks who uh, may uh, may need this Blue Christmas service as well. So they they want to come hang with us, which I was like, yes, please. Anytime yeah. we get to hang with 
the U City people, we are just we are just all smiles about Wonderful. it. Wonderful. Yeah, we're not. We we try to be a church that does not overprogram and get people busy. Hey, you joined our church. Let's get you busy and on our campus every day of the week. We we try to be the opposite of that, uh, and that's why we don't do perpetual Sunday night and Wednesday night church programming. For example, mm-hmm. it, it's not that. Oh, we just can't pull off. <laughs> Uh, Wednesday night Awana or something like that. We, yep. we choose to be minimalist in programming so that uh, the, the primary discipleship is happening as all of us gather in Christ-centered community together in our own groups, uh, and we live our lives on mission, have time to love on our neighbors and our families. So mm-hmm. um, so there are some other things happening with Remix <clears throat> and Kidtropolis in the month of December, but then we'll... We'll peak toward Christmas Eve services on the 23rd and the 24th. Yep. There will not be a uh, a live or even a video service on Sunday morning, December 25th. We will allow our Christmas Eve services to be our Sabbath worship mm-hmm. for that week, and yep. everyone enjoy their Christmas. Yep. Yeah. Hey, go, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Speaking of worship, yep. I, I, I noticed something cool in the second service. Uh, it seemed a little unusual to look over and see you and Emily snuggly over there during the sermon. Yeah. And it made me happy. Yeah, it's And cool. you were very engaged. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. I was laughing at all the appropriate moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trying to be a good audience. <laughs> no, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. We just had a, we've, we've, we've been in a season lately. We've had more uh, opportunities to go to church together, uh, which doesn't always happen depending, you know, when you, when you have, uh, four kids, one's in college, three of them are, are at home, middle school and elementary age. But, uh, yeah, it's just been, it's been neat. Emily's folks came as her mom's birthday. It was just a party on Sunday. We had a good time. It was, it's, it's nice to be able to, uh, hop in church together as a family and even super cool. I may have mentioned it on here before, but my sixth grader, my, my middle school age son, Ben Mm -hmm. has started serving on our uh, tech team running cameras, which is pretty cool to get to serve with my, my kid too. That means I'll get to know him a little bit. So I I love seeing him there. Yeah. Um, you know, that's funny, Harrison. I noticed that because Angie and I have been more intentional than ever. What able to worship in one service together. We we've made the, We've noticed, oh, wait, we're empty nests now, and she makes herself available to Kidtropolis, and, and they call on her. It varies which service she is in with the babies. It's according to their need. They know that she's a long-timer and will be flexible and can be because we don't have children at home. And so we've started now texting. We don't uh, on Sunday morning, hey, which service are you at? Yeah. And, and for me, it depends on <laughs> because of video now. You know, we video our services. It, it, we we don't want to do things that are awkward and break the break the spell. I don't know how to mm-hmm. say it. The yeah. spirit of worship when you're w- w- looking online, and so we're careful about things like what side of the stage I come up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> so right. I don't walk behind you or whatever. <clears throat> and so it it, out. E- each Sunday it's either first or second service, and I'm on the aisle on the right or the left side. <laughs> but that's been delightful for she and I to sit and worship together. Yeah, it's the same with us. It's funny also because I recently, it's not that big of a deal, but I switched sides of the stage that I'm standing on for a while now because we just blew things up. And I which saw, has meant I've had to switch. Which oh, means that's you what to, happened. Okay. That means you have to switch, which also means I saw Emily walk <laughs> in funny. walk in uh, in that second service and 
she went over to the normal side she went to. And about three minutes later, I saw her wander back. I was like, how long were you looking over there? She's like, I checked every row like three times <laughs> looking for uh, That's my parents and Ben. So, but yeah, it's good to, good to get to church together. Okay, so this Sunday, Ministry Partner Sunday. That's right. <clears throat> we will, um, people who have joined through Welcome 101 uh, 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 will come up on stage. And by the way, if you've gone through Welcome 101 during the pandemic or before, and never actually come up on stage on a Sunday for the vows. You're a ministry partner, but we'd love for you to have that experience and the congregation experience mm-hmm. you. So please prioritize being here and coming up on the stage. Not It's not only for people who just completed the last Welcome 101 class. Yep. We'll have baptisms of infants mm-hmm. and, and those who are making an adult decision of faith. Uh, and we'll have a couple of God stories uh, of... Two people, I think it's two this Sunday, um, just about things God's doing, ha- has been growing them in in their spiritual life. Hmm. Um, every now and then, somebody will get all New Testament on me and be like, dude, uh, like sometimes you, like your Facebook status says you're a hippie Christian. Sometimes you call us a hippie church. We call ourselves a tribe. Like, it's so, like, working for the man as a church is so institutional to have membership. <laughs> like, that's not cool. Is that just inherited from a country club, or what's up? What's up with that, Harrison? I mean, I think, Mike, what's up with that is that <laughs> it is, as I've been through Welcome 101 myself, uh, it's still means something to us uh, to have this group of ministry partners at our church. These are people that are heart deep with us, people that have raised their hand and they said, I don't just want to be a uh, partaker of ministry. I don't want people to just do ministry at me uh, or my family, but I want to actively engage in the life of the church, uh, be a part of what's happening, serve, give, contribute, lead, um, so these are, it, it's more than a ceremonial thing for someone to stand up, which is why we call them ministry partners and we not members as well. Yeah. Year one. Uh, we will not call it member, <clears throat> although we could, I'm about to speak of the biblical basis of the word <clears throat> membership in church, <laughs> but, um, uh, cause there is one, um, <clears throat> but we chose that number one, kind of like we call our missions missio day. Mm-hmm. So that you have to be like, yeah, our mission, uh, our missio day, you kind of have to deal with the phrase because it's non-conventional, and it makes you think about what it actually means, and that's one of the reasons we chose the awkwardness. And every time we say it on Sunday, we have to explain it. It takes a little extra time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we like that because it makes you think, wait, I, I'm, a mem- I'm a ministry partner. I have mm-hmm. committed to partnering in ministry because the New Testament model is not a few people doing the ministry of the church for and to others. It's the body doing all the 52 one another's in the New Testament, mm-hmm. which is that's when the bride of Christ, the body of Christ, is just in flow in the Spirit. And so that's the Spirit in which we call it ministry partner. And maybe I should make a little more deal about that this Sunday than sometimes I do uh, and highlight it. Um, but it is... Uh, Here's a cultural, sociological reason why we chose membership. Harrison, when I started Lake Forest with my friends, I was in, in a hippie stream <laughs> of new church planners. We were trying to blow old stuff up and build new stuff, and some of that was ridiculous talk, uh, but a lo- some of it was very important. 
Hmm. And a lot of my peers chose to do away with church membership for, for their own reasons, and, and we could talk about several. Hmm. Just just kind of blowing stuff up. Like, let's not do it the same way. And I respected some of their their reasons for the sake of mission. Yep. I'm coaching a church planter <clears throat> right now who intends for their church to only have staff and elders be members hmm. for a very specific reason. It keeps the boundary lines of the church so open to people of every lifestyle, every they agree or don't agree with your theology, their whatever it is. They're, they're, therefore, there's the gatekeeping is so much further in. It gives people who don't yet agree with you in theology or lifestyle a lot longer to just be in the beloved community and hmm. changed by the gospel. And I, I'm, I, I'm a coach to that church planner, and I'm affirming that model because of where they are. The sociological and cultural reason that I committed to membership, calling it ministry partner, is, and I'm not even to the biblical reason yet, <laughs> um, is, uh, is this. In the New Testament, uh, did they have membership classes in the first like decade of the church? I, I, I don't know. You know, probably not. Probably not a, hey, sign up for this deal show up at on zoom at such and such a time uh, they didn't do it that way <clears throat> but to show up at a worship service was to identify with this jesus movement that would get you possibly killed certainly branded as uh, worse than a weirdo mm-hmm. a traitor to the roman empire so to it, there was the barrier to entry was high. So when people hmm. chose to self-associate, it was a commitment de facto. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was not casual. Hey, what's up, man? I will come in here for a while. If it, if yeah, if it feels good, if I'm feeling it, I'll keep coming. If I'm not, I'll kind of not, and then maybe wander over somewhere else. There was none of that. Hmm. <clears throat> Whereas culturally, that is, I, I like to call uh, what I observed in South Charlotte in my early years here as the church shopping, hopping, and bebopping culture of Southern evangelicalism, hmm. and, which I get. There are times when God calls a, a, a longtime Christian out of a fellowship into another one for good reasons. That's fine, and I bless people when that happens. And yet, we know that we live in a culture of consumeristic impulses we know if we're self um, observant we know that that tendency is in all of us to consume and to move on when it doesn't meet our precise needs Mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to being committed to meet others needs etc so that is a reason uh, to by calling people to welcome 101 and to ministry partnership we are calling that people self-identify as a follower of Jesus and committed to being a part of his movement in this world by being a part of the church. It's no more, no less than a call to commitment. Mm -hmm. In the kind of a church that's a grace-emphasizing church, we of all churches need to emphasize the commitment side so that we're not faking ourselves out. So does that... Does that, um, did I 
Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. And I'll, I'll add in that another thing that we see a lot, Mike, that's another reason for, like you said, people have reasons and seasons and things change, but, um, some of the coolest God stories that we see over time working in a church over a number of years are people who, uh, maybe came up across some difficult stuff in their life or maybe even of their own doing their own right. character shortcomings where it'd be really easy to just leave a church because they're the ones that know all the stuff that you struggled with. And uh-huh. it's going to take like a little bit of, you talk about commitment. It's going to take a little bit of commitment. It's going to take a little bit of like real actual fellowship with other believers to get through some stuff that's happening. And it's so cool when people stick around, even when it's a little bit tough and they come out on the other side of this season Mm -hmm. and it's because they stuck in the body of a local church and let themselves be a part of fellowship together. And God does stuff in people as they walk alongside other Christ followers that know the stuff that they're actually going through in their life. They're not strangers, but they're, they're walking through these things together. And that's where we've seen some of the coolest stories of life change are people just hanging in there you know absolutely and and every time there's a um a, a new ministry new ministry partners joining that's part of what i'm just secretly wishing for them yeah is that they do life with the people their age stage of life and the ministry environments they're called to here over decades mm-hmm. and they see blessings in their family and in their own lives um i I can count those in my own family for sure. Um, well, the the biblical basis of church membership, which some of you are like, "Come on, Mike, there's no biblical basis <laughs> for that." That you're stretching it. You're in, you're now now you are in danger of no longer being a hippie Christian, but an institutional man. You're a company man, Mike. Yep, you are. You can't. You're you're going to stretch the Bible. I'm not. Let's let's hear it then. You, you want to hear it? I want to hear it. Okay. Um, it's in the one of the two fundamental metaphors that the Apostle Paul paints for who the church is, which are not mere meta. They're more than metaphor. They are reality, but they are metaphorical in nature. So I, I can't tease that out. <laughs> I'm not a, a systematic theologian. That's not my job. Um, bride of Christ, first and foremost. And I loved at the wedding of a, speaking of longevity, long time uh, family here at Lake Forest and w- officiated their daughter's wedding. Just mm. delightful to see her as a young woman, loving the Lord. She's in her 20s. She's bucking the trend in her 20s, a firmer of faith in Christ, um, struggled as a 20-something just out of college, this is total aside, um, with all the divisiveness in our culture and seeing it in the church. It threatened her participation in the church. I learned this because we did our premarital work about the ceremony. Hmm. And she said, Mike, I was at home with my parents a lot and worshiping online at Lake Forest, and thank you. Uh, thank you for the way that Lake Forest uh, set a tone of not buying into majoring on the divisiveness, hmm. but majoring on staying centered in Christ 
and saying, we will not, we will protect our body from those who would seek to divide over cultural matters. And um, that meant the world to me. Hmm. That's cool. Because those were hard years in leadership. Okay. That was a long-term thing. <laughs> uh, and and uh, because of that, she and her now her new husband are, are anyway, enough, enough said <laughs> about the blessings of longevity in one body of Christ. Uh, so the body of Christ is that metaphor, but uh, the bride of Christ, the other predominant metaphor and image of the church in the New Testament is the body of Christ, mm-hmm. of which Paul uses the actual word. We are all members of. And he's using that word. So he uses the word member. There it is. Some of you were way ahead of me there, and you you saw that coming. <laughs> but he uses the word member in the same way. I, I think it's it's a little bit archaically archaic in the English language now to speak of your a finger as your a, your member mm-hmm. or a mem- or any body part. Yep. But we but that's the so Paul is that's where the word comes from. Um, I actually, I, I didn't go look up the etymology of the word member in the English language. I don't know if it's really related back all the way back to Corinthians, yeah, the, Paul's letters to the Corinthians. But that's certainly where the concept comes from, that we are members of it. And in the same way, any part of my body or yours, there's no question, is it a member of your body? it's in or it's out Mm -hmm. it's attached or it's not and the same way we as believers need clarity for our own sake and others am i in or am i out and then what is my part in it so which is why um whenever our sundays roll around a handful of times a year where we get a chance to along with baptizing some folks to have ministry partners officially stand on stage, new ministry partners. These are people that have completed Welcome 101, mm-hmm. um, people that have checked the box at the end that says, yes, I do want to become a ministry partner. They stand on stage. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of meaning behind that. And hopefully if you haven't heard all of this before, if you're a listener to this podcast and heard all that, if you're here on Sunday, that it might uh, have a little extra meaning to oh, you as well. Oh, please be here on Sunday. Yeah. So that you're affirming the new ministry partners and you're getting the joy <clears throat> of the fruitfulness of things God is doing among our body right now. Mm-hmm. We're not, we set the stage, we create the environments, the greenhouse environments for growth, but it's the Holy Spirit who does the growth. So there you go. The sociological <laughs> and psychological and biblical basis of why we will be receiving new members on Sunday, which we call ministry partners. Hey, I love our church. I've so enjoyed uh, our worship recently um, and the increase of folks worshiping in person. Mm -hmm. And Harrison, thank you for your special songs the last two Sundays. They've been powerful to me, a challenge for me to stand up and start preaching the words of Jesus. I'm, I'm already more tender when I'm preaching out of the words of Jesus. And when I'm doing that after what you have led us in in a priestly way these last two Sundays has 
just been uh, a, a powerful experience and frankly exhausting <laughs> by the end of the day. But thank you for your your sharing your gifts with us these last two Sundays. Yep. As, as I've said here before, as Tim Keller says, good art makes ideas plausible. And that's the gift of music to me is being able to put into words in a way that just reciting lyrics off a page doesn't quite do when you when you no. hear it sung uh it just does something that's that's a god gift to us it is and and you did that well with the sam hunt song two sundays ago and then the king's kaleidoscope this sunday and i noticed our young new worship team member playing guitar over there was wearing a king's kaleidoscope he was shirt he was He's an a fan. ode to that special song <laughs> yeah, he hey was. with that let's finish uh, good to talk with you all today. We always love to hear from you about the podcast. If it's just in the moment, in passing, or an email, uh, we love you, and I'm really looking forward to Payday Sunday. It's going to be awesome. See you guys there.